Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. known to be one of the most fearless journalists in the world. He kicks ass and chews bubblegum at the same time. He is Shepard Ambellis. And you are listening to The Shepard Ambellis Show. Without further ado, here is your host, Shepard Ambellis. It's Friday the 13th. Remember that uh, that TV series or whatever, the movie with Jason? <laughs> so uh, I wonder, I bet everyone's had like something happen to them on Friday the 13th that they can remember. That's, you know, it's supposed to be like a day of bad luck or whatever. I remember this one time, one time in band camp. Um, I remember one time I was in like second grade and I had gotten like all new clothes and everything. I was all proud uh, of what, of my outfit. You know, I was dressing nice and um, I had got to school and it was raining that day and I slipped and fell in a mud puddle and just got entirely covered in mud like right before school, like right when I got off the bus or or something like that. So that was one thing that uh, happened. And then, yeah, so I don't know. I guess it's supposed to be bad luck. Uh, the number 13, maybe we could talk about that a little bit and symbolism and stuff too. We're also going to be talking about Space Force. We have uh, Lionel Mitchell coming up. And we're going to talk about, uh, get into some subjects of, uh, the black budget, flat earth, some of the other possibilities and theories that are out there. And, and also like touch on some current news and stuff. Um, we got Bethany Adani, my co-host with us, and we probably should hear from her. She usually has an exciting, uh, story to tell us or, or something, it, it, you know, and it used to be where, um, I remember the daily talk was about, uh, the masks and stuff like that. But, um, lately she's been seeing things in the sky uh, she's been telling me, and I thought that would be fitting for the Space Force Black Budget Flat Earth Show. Um, maybe she wants to tell us a little bit about these uh, orbs. I guess you could you could call it uh, Bethany. What uh, you want to talk about that a little bit? 
Good morning, world and space as well. Sure. Um, well, I see these orbs in the sky, not orbs like they discuss on pictures and photos, you know, that they say are possibly angels of, or of a spiritual nature. But they look like just, I mean, for lack of better words, orbs, but they're like amber in color. And a friend of mine, I see them usually when I'm on my porch. Um, Chef, can you hear me okay? Because I, I can hear myself talking. It's kind of doing an echo. Yeah. No, I can hear you. Okay. I don't care. It's not bothering me. I just want to make sure nobody else is hearing the echo. Um, me talking once is enough. It's Friday me. the 13th. It's like Twilight Zone. <laughs> there you go. My bad luck already. I'm hearing myself echo. It doesn't get worse than that. <laughs> Let's hope. But they're uh, amber in nature and color, rather. And when I'm on my porch and I've seen this, probably, I would say, and my children have seen it too, uh, maybe like half a dozen times. And my girlfriend was over, you know, a friend of mine who, who we were hanging out on the front porch. And she goes, Bethany, what, what is that over there? And they're pretty high up. I would say, like, not as high as a planet, but, you know, a pretty high plane, you know going up in, uh, you know, up, up in the sky, that like around that, that height. I'm so bad with numbers, so don't even ask me how many feet or miles it is, but it's, they're very prevalent. And they just stay, they just kind of like, not really hover, but they just kind of s sit there. You'd almost think it's a planet until, and I've seen two of them fairly uh, um, vertical from each other. And disappear at the same time and my friend was witness to it my friend Melissa she's like Bethany what are what is that over there I go I don't know she goes well, what, do, what, what have you seen these before I go yep she goes I've never seen anything like that before what do you think it is I go I don't know and all of a sudden she goes she goes holy shit did you just see what happened I go yep they disappeared she goes what the she's freaking out I'm like I'm calm as a cuke. I'm like, you know what? I've seen it several times now. So I don't know if anybody in the audience has any idea if they've seen something like this or, you know, have any idea what it could be. And then there's, I, you know, I don't know how long you want me to go on here, Chef, but that other story about when I was looking at Jupiter and Saturn and I see, was seeing all those flashes through the binoculars. Remember I told you about that? Right. Yeah. That yeah, story? yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Well, I mean, I've been keeping an eye on, I don't know. It's so weird. I, I've gotten more into the planets and space since knowing, you know, getting to know Shep better because he's got a deep interest in that and he's, you know, very well, you know, learned on it compared to myself. And so, you know, Jupiter and Saturn are very visible with the naked eye. It's been like that, like pretty much all summer. So I like to spend time at the end of the day on my porch, relax, decompress from the day. And I just love looking at the sky. It's this, it's this urgency almost like I have to do it every night. Like as if I'm waiting for something to happen. And, um, you know, so you could see Jupiter and Saturn with the naked eye. And I've been just watching the moon and, you know, it's just, it's a beautiful way to end the day. Now, I could have sworn I saw some flashes at times out of the corner of my eye. But I'm thinking, oh, it's just a flat, you know, maybe flash off my glasses or something. 
But I had a um, pair of binoculars that I finally put to use. And on this particular day, there was a lot of plane activity. And the planes seemed to be going. Now, I, I do live near an airport, maybe like, I don't know, 20 miles away. Um, and I put these, for some reason, I, well, I wanted to put the binoculars up because I really wanted to look at the planets closer. And all of a sudden between Jupiter and Saturn, because they're pretty close. I mean, when you're looking with the naked eye and, you know, they're kind of diagonal, but they've been more vertical recently. They've been, you know, changing their direction. But I put up these binoculars and I see boom, 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 boom. All these flashes, most of them were white, but a few of them were red. They were, you, and you could not see it with the naked eye. You had to have the binoculars on up to your eyes. And, okay, I have a neighbor. It's my ex-fiance. Some of you guys know this story. And he's, a, he's, he's awake, but he's still skeptical about certain things. He's always testing things, you know? I think he likes to just argue with me, but that's besides the point. So I, his, his front door is open, and I'm like, I run in. I go, David, you got to come out here. She, he goes like, come on, Bethany, what is it? I'm like, come out here. Just I want, I want to see if you see what I see. So he looked up. He sees Jupiter and Saturn. I'm like, you know, that's Jupiter and Saturn. I go, but put these binoculars on between those two planets. Tell me what you see. And he put, you know, got the binoculars. He's like, I see a bunch of flashes. I'm like, okay, so you're seeing it too. It's still the, he goes, yeah. And it was, he goes, well, maybe it's drones. Now, I don't know, Shep, there was just, I mean, is it possible? I don't know how high drones can go up. Maybe you know that. I, I don't know. But you could not see it with the naked eyes. So that's, and there wasn't like clouds covering it or anything. So it wasn't that. And I said, well, I've never, I've never seen like drones flash like that. And it was just like, it very consecutive, like all in a bundle. They were, they were scattered, but they were like, kind of like, all in a bundle and boom, 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 here, there, down, up. And they just were going off like firecrackers almost. And I've never seen anything like that. So I don't know, Shep, if you have any idea what that could be. Maybe somebody else has a logical explanation. Maybe not. I don't know. You know, they, they have a, a lot of technology they're testing now. Also, the, the uh, Navy uh, admits supposedly that there are these uh, unidentified flying objects. So they've come out with this information, but you don't know if this is, is if this is because this is like government technology or secret technology or private sector technology that's now being seen publicly. So they got to have a cover story for it. Or if it's the real deal, alien invasion stuff, I've had some UFO encounters myself, which I'll talk about. Um, we're still going to do the radio format with commercials. I got to get all new commercials put in, but I just wanted to get the show set up on Clubhouse since YouTube is basically um, totally X'd us out uh, and they keep banning the show. So um, to, to people listening on YouTube, please transfer over to Clubhouse because I'm I'm going to uh, shut it down on YouTube after the first segment, and then we'll bring on our guest. Um, so, yeah, I want to do the radio format because it gives me a chance to take a break and also organize my thoughts in between segments and I and stuff like that. But um, 
eventually it will allow me to have a, a couple commercial placements for things like my website and stuff. Also remember IntelliHub is not IntelliHub.com anymore. It's IntelliHub.news as the globalists managed to take that down and all my PayPal's and everything. Apparently um, they're all working in conjunction now. Um, they've taken Alex Jones down and others. Um, we got Haley Kennington on stage, Lionel Mitchell, our guest, who I'll bring on after the first segment. Um, Bethany Adani, and oh, oh, um, I was talking with uh, Nachiketa earlier, and we were getting into some good conversations. So I told him come over, and so he's on stage as well, and I'm sure he's going to be an integral part of this conversation but just uh, all in all bethany was talking about things that she's seen i've seen some things i've had some extreme close encounters which i'll talk about later uh on the show and uh the, you know we talked a little bit about how the navy came out and they're disclosing the stuff there's also what's known as project blue beam where um and we can get into this too where uh people speculate the military will come out at a, at a certain time in which we could already be in it. We don't know. Um, and they'll either claim in, in aliens are invading and there's this invading force of Martians that are attacking us. And this will generate so much fear. It will bring the population to their knees or for instance, project blue beam could, they could uh, put a God in the sky uh, selective for every race uh, and culture around the world. However, they, you know, religion, uh, it could be that specific. They have sky mapping technology, which was used at the Seattle Space Needle on New Year's. If people want to look that up, go to YouTube and type type in uh, Seattle Space Needle New, New Year's celebration sky mapping. And there's also holographic technology patents uh, some people speculate 9-11 uh, was carried out with some uh, some of that technology or parts of it. Um, so there there really is this technology. And then there's, there's documented history where it virtually talks about, you know, interactions with different gods and creatures and races. Uh, even the Bible mentions things such as... Um, well, the Bible mentions uh, Nephilim, Cephalim, I believe, Nephilim, Cephalim, um, you know, several things. They talk about giants. So there's references to a lot of different things in different cultures, pictures of, um, you know, pictograms, uh, pictures of people that are shaped oddly way back in the history pictures that look like spacecraft are are in the uh drawings that go back in the history then then the sun plays into this the rays of the sun uh the life-giving rays of the sun we're gonna have lionel mitchell up on the other side we'll see you soon thanks for listening everyone share this show out on clubhouse and everything i'm trying to get it going over here and i'll get all new commercial setup soon.
Shepard Ambellis here. Don't forget to get my new film, Shackled to Silence, now available on DVD video and on demand. You can't fake it. You can fake words. You can fake anything coming out of your head. Your head can fool you. But your heart is pure intent. And that is what our creator understands, the frequency. Because you can't fake that. And uh, his first creation speaks that language. And we used to. I just figured, all right, there's a pandemic going on. Let me go over to the hospital and see what's going on there. And I figured there'd be ambulances coming in and out and people going crazy and crying in the lobby and waiting outside. And it was like dead. So in fact, the hospitals were so dead um, that the nurses and doctors were going around. They were doing these special dances on that TikTok app, that TikTok app from China. You know, where did they find the time for this? That's what we have to wonder. The story about COVID is so complex. What's interesting, the, the Hopkins guys, uh, they first started their, um, their uh, analysis based on uh, news reports. I mean, you broke uh, probably the biggest aspect of the story that most of the public is not aware of, right? So the, the story, the narrative, you know, the narrative story about coronavirus is, you know, the public story. And then it turns out that there's two or more other stories behind the curtain, so to speak. Get Shackled to Silence today. Now available on demand and on DVD video. Go to www.shackledtosilence.film. The 2020 pandemic took most of us off guard. Our world changed. Jobs, schools, families' lives were turned upside down. Were you prepared? We're not talking about the end of the world prepping, but feeling more secure, safe, and in control of what you can control. Persurvive.com has practical tips, gear reviews, and the skills you need to know from the experts in disaster and survival planning. That's P-E-R-Survive.com. Persurvive.com. Planning is everything. He's forgotten more than most people know. If you've thought about it, he's done it. He once failed a high school course with an A+. Plus. He's Shepard Ambellis, and you are listening to his show. Thanks for tuning in to this Friday, the 13th episode of the Shepard Ambella Show. We got Lionel Mitchell with us, our guest. Uh, I'm just going to bring him on and let him introduce himself. Uh, Bethany had been in a room where he was speaking uh, and said he was absolutely amazing. So we are glad to have Lionel on the show. Lionel, welcome, welcome to the stage. What's going on, guys? How y'all feel? Oh, I, I'm doing great, man. Uh, aside from the New World Order takeover, man, uh, I feel pretty good. You know what? 
I think we can all find a little bit of joy inside the uh, inside the inside the resistance, man. It's all right. We we all in it. Yeah, man. Tell tell everyone a little bit about what you do uh, about yourself and what you're into, man. Man, dude, I'm pretty simple. Um, so if you find me on Clubhouse, um, it's part of the our club is called the Painful Truth. So we run rooms um tuesdays wednesday thursday and friday so we talk about a lot of the same stuff you talk about right um the only so the only thing is so we run a, we run a little longer because i think you guys run for like two hours so we're on pretty much uh we start at 10 o'clock eastern and we go to at least two in the morning um but most times we go a lot longer than that wow so, um, yeah i know um, it's, it's, it's more of a study group mm-hmm. than, a, uh, than kind of just a show. Right. Right. So we sit down, we, we bring up, um, like I know I was listening to your show yesterday and, uh, you had a brother who brought up a picture. So, um, it's, it's one thing to sit and talk this shit. We talk, you know, and just speculate. But once we start bringing, um, receipts for the shit that we talk, it goes to a whole different level. That's right. right. You know, that's a good point, uh, Lionel, that you say that because we're now seeing this right in front of our faces, right? I mean, it's like glaring at us uh, what they're doing, their operations uh, in the media, the press, the everyday news, the television, the TV. We're being bombarded by all of this and it's, it seems to be happening at such a rate that it's almost even blowing my mind. Man, it's making conspiracy theorists look like soothsayers. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's, 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 literally, it's literally conspiracy theorists Christmas. Now, like that's, a, that's another good point that you bring up because um, according to MSNBC, which I have on sometimes only when um, they talk about certain things, um, you know, just to like, see what their psyops they're running basically. But they had that morning Joe guy, uh, Joe Scarborough, who's married to Mika Brzezinski, uh, Zabiganu's daughter. Um, you know, their CFR club of Rome type, uh, cats, uh, morning Joe says no conspiracy theory is true. He literally has been through all of them and has not found one, to have any kind of credence or truth to it. So, you know, if it, it's interesting that if you listen to like a real mainline channel, they literally have their, their figureheads come on and they're telling us there's nothing to conspiracy theories. They've checked into it for us. There's nothing to see there. They literally haven't found one that's true despite their, the, 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 basically the, in my opinion, conspiracy theories exist because there's something there. There's something to it. Like, it, like people are like, "Hey, something's going on, right?" Uh, Lionel, can you speak to that? Um. So the fact of the matter is, um, their entire system um, is based on and hinges on um, people not believing themselves, right? They tell you, "Hey, man, look, don't believe what you see." Don't believe what you hear. And more importantly, do not believe what you think. Believe what we tell you to think. As long as you do that, you'll be fine. And that's the linchpin of their entire system, right? If people did um, the basics, 
right? Use their senses. You know what I'm saying? Think for themselves, the entire system fucking falls apart, right? And so, Absolutely. of course, they got Morning Joe and fucking Anderson Vanderbilt, mm-hmm. um, a.k.a. Cooper, <laughs> on TV, front and center, you know, telling you that everything you see and think is a lie. Again, it's it's the linchpin of goddamn it how the whole system functions. Yeah, you so, know, uh you're right. And I I remember back when uh Bill O'Reilly was on air. Now Bill O'Reilly's whole psyop uh was basically he would say this on a regular basis. He would say, you know, you just can't trust what you read on the internet. You know, and so his whole war was like if it's coming from a source online, it absolutely could not be true. It absolutely has to come from, uh, you know, Fox News or MSNBC or whatever. Um, you know what? So Bill O'Reilly was the hey, hey, the funny thing. I used to watch Bill O'Reilly every day because the thing is, he would talk real reasonable about some shit. Right. And then some shit, he would right. just jump off the fucking roof. I'm like, what the fuck is he talking about? Oh, no. Right. Same thing for um, who was it? It was it was uh, uh, was it? It was somebody with MSNBC I used to watch um, and I was like, OK, they're talking reasonable. Um, so this is way before I, I got real, real deep into um, just you thinking for myself. I, but I would watch them and I was always a real logical dude. So I would you, watch them. And- I think, Lionel, they use that as a tool to like gatekeep. Right. So like um, yeah. they they only you know, they act like they're in it. Uh, you got Hannity and Tucker. They act like they're in it for um for instance, for like uh, freedom lovers and um, constitutionalists and all this stuff. But then they'll basically, they're to the point to where, you know, I've seen them kind of recommending the vaccines and all this stuff. So, um, you know, it makes you wonder um, who's connected to who, what, who's connected to pharmaceuticals, uh, you know, and how this all plays out. And I guess typically all that's connected um, I went to a Bilderberg meeting in 2012 in Chantilly. Bethany was there, my co-host, Chantilly, Virginia, and the elites were gathering there. And um, I, I put some of it in my first documentary shade, the motion picture people can watch on YouTube shade, the motion picture. And, um, you know, these, these people do meet behind closed doors, uh, Lionel, and they plan our future. Uh, You know, the, we got this whole thing going on now with uh covid and everything right um what do you think is going on in your with your in your best assessment you're you're a deep thinker uh a man of truth lionel mitchell our guest what do you think's going on with this whole covid situation the pandemic rollout and all that you know what so, like I said, I, I dropped in. I got in towards the end of uh, your show yesterday. And you were bringing up something very interesting, right? Um, I think you were talking about um, biblical prophecy. No, right. It was you, you were talking about, um, it was you and then there was a, another guy. And he was talking about the 2025, and some at the end of 2024, right? Um, uh, he was talking about the, the volcanoes. And things of that nature, right, was prophesized in the Bible. You remember that? Absolutely. You were talking about um, 
you were talking about the 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 document that you had seen that had the the variants listed out right month by month all the way up until the end of uh 2024 mm-hmm. and so <clears throat> it was i guess i got in a kind of late so um I, I had something to add to that. I was like, that's interesting, right? Mm-hmm. So I don't know if you ever looked up the worst year uh, in history. You, you ever looked that up? No. So um, typically what will come up is 536 AD. Um, uh, so pretty much the same thing as what the, uh, the gentleman said yesterday happened, where the earth was covered for 18 months like the sky was just kind of blacked out for 18 right right um it was it was like food was scarce people were um uh, um it was it was chaotic um and apparently when they dug up soldiers from that from around that that time they found feces in their stomach so people were so fucking hungry that they were eating fucking shit hmm you get what I'm saying? Mm, um, soil and green. And so, huh? Soil and green. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, right? So, um, it appears um, that the sun goes through periods of uh, maximums and minimums. Yes. Right? It goes through cycles. Um, and it makes it very hard to grow food. And then something happens to the earth. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, so, and so they're called minimums, right? They're called solar minimums and solar maximums. You ever heard that term before? Absolutely. Uh, we're, I believe we're in a new solar minimum and they think right. it's going to last until 2051 or 52. Exactly. Exactly. So this is the thing, right? And so this is where um, uh, it's important because uh, uh, I know there's a lot of controversy, even in the like uh, the conspiracy community about, you know, flat earth, right? This is where that becomes important, right? So it's important that you understand that the earth is flat. Why is that important? Because um, what you see when you look in the sky is a timing device, right? So the sun tells you what time of day, the moon tells you what day of the month, the stars tell you what month of the year, right? Everything that you see when you look in the sky is a demarcation of time, right? And the the important part about all of that is they know this they have the the information because they raided the ancient libraries and they socked away all this stuff up underneath the vatican right so this is what we know now that's a good point lionel um they also the this is crazy but i found out the first uh and lionel's talking flat earth too which we'll get into here uh deeper a little bit later in the show but um they uh, went in on the first on the first incursion into Iraq back in the uh, I guess it was the nineties. I'll have to double check on yeah, that. Yeah, like ninety one. Yeah, the it was called uh, the first incursion was dubbed Operation Planet X, mm-hmm. and and people can look this up. But uh, interestingly enough, they named it Operation Planet X. But they did go into the Baghdad Museum. They got relics. So there. So. Uh, Hitler was into the same thing, right? So they, they've they always been seeking this technology. I found out recently, though, Lionel, that uh, these archaeologists uncovered evidence of a biblical earthquake uh, around the year that you're talking about. And this uh, antiquities 
authority led um expedition this team in jerusalem found out that all this pottery and these buildings were cracked uh along this uh timeline kind of like you were saying and you know a lot of this uh cyclical um patterns like fit into things do you think that um so do you think these are reoccurring uh disasters is what i'm getting at essentially right so the earth has its patterns it has its cycles right um and so and they understand it right and so because they understand it they can prepare for it right and so that's a lot of what we see a lot of what we see is them preparing for the earth to do certain things and so while they have the knowledge they're able to kind of get ready and um we're oblivious Right. Why? Because they they have us ignorant to the actual facts of this place, of what's going on and what's, what's about to go on. We don't know the patterns. We don't know the cycles. We can't read the sky because we don't have the ledger. They do. You get what I'm saying? Oh, for sure. Now, uh, they have Space Force now. It's the it's the Air Force base group, apparently. And it, it's, it has a budget of about one hundred and fifty six point three billion dollars it's got a recent increase and i think it gets about 17.4 billion a year or that's what it got in 2021 uh we don't really know what they're doing with this um if i go on the space force website it says the sky is not the limit uh united states space force it says in the u.s space force we are challenged every day to find new heights working within the space domain our people launch rockets keep satellites safe operational and develop technology to defend our way of life on earth through our interest in space we protect the hopes and dreams of america and exploration while preparing for the 22nd century when humankind asks, what if the mission of Space Force is to be the answer? And then, you know, it has these different sections on here. It talks about space systems operations, computer systems programming, cyber surety, cyber systems operations, cyber transport systems, cable and antenna systems. It really doesn't talk about, like, advanced spacecraft or anything. Um, do Does any you know lionel um i mean do we even know what this space force is uh do you have any speculation on this uh space force who's you what it was <laughs> they they this other thing is a lot of times they'll tell you the truth right like you said they didn't mention anything about other planets or no nothing like that right they just told you um they're there to defend the american way of life right and for the most part that means through deception Right. By giving mm-hmm. you fantastical uh, imagery, fantastical stories. Did you see the story about how they're recruiting people to pretend like they're living on Mars for a year? Right. Now, this that that would be a pretty crazy uh, experiment. I don't know if they lock them in a <coughs> chamber or whatever. But, uh, yeah, they're so they're basically testing, you know, uh, I guess how will people endure a one year mission to Mars? And it's like a simulation. They said, hey, look, we'll pay you to do it. Yeah, so no, they um again, this is all about propaganda, right? So what what the what that space force is is a slush fund, right, for them to continue to um make preparations for um the the events that they that they know are upcoming. You get what I'm saying? Absolutely. I think so they they could take a uh, 
they could they could also um you know yeah they could be funneling that money to run their propaganda basically space force could be a propaganda piece maybe they're putting some surveillance systems up i mean who knows um nachi keta is also on stage we got bethany adani my co-host uh nachi keta you want to get in on this oh my goodness uh i would love to and it's a pleasure meeting you lionel and bethany you too bro uh, tell us, tell uh, tell everyone a little bit about uh, yourself, Nachiketa. Uh, I'll just be real quick. Uh, I, hey, Shepard, may I ask you to mute yourself because I, I hear myself a little bit. Okay. Uh, I don't mean to tell you what to do, uh, but uh, it is your room. But uh, I'm hearing a little bit of an echo. Or or not. <laughs> so just to say uh, uh, something quick about myself, I. Um, was born in South Korea, was adopted to a family in, in America. I, I was adopted when I was 10, uh, went to university, um, finished, went back Ooh. to Korea, lived for 10 years uh, in, back in Korea, and then uh, traveled around and uh, landed in uh, uh, Nepal and India. So I live in northern India now, but I've been into conspiracy. We're going to go to a break. We'll, we'll be right back oh, and then we'll have Nachi Ket on. I'm going to take a smoke break. Are you tired of reading the same old boring mainstream news websites? Try Intellihub.com, jam-packed with news, views, and other information you won't find anywhere else on the web. Intellihub.com is your go-to news source. Intellihub is an independent news outlet which covers a variety of topics such as politics, the economy, the surveillance state, liberal corporate media bias, and much more. IntelHub delivers up-to-date, groundbreaking, power-packed, and to-the-point news and information to daily readers worldwide, making its content secure, free, and readily available via a user-friendly and streamlined website theme. Remember, don't forget, go to IntelHub.com. That's IntelHub.com. The 2020 pandemic took most of us off guard. Our world changed. Jobs, schools, families' lives were turned upside down. Were you prepared? We're not talking about the end of the world prepping, but feeling more secure, safe, and in control of what you can control. Persurvive.com has practical tips, gear reviews, and the skills you need to know from the experts in disaster and survival planning. That's P-E-R-Survive.com. Persurvive.com. Planning is everything. Hello, Shepard Ambellis here. Don't forget to get my new film, Shackled to Silence, now available on DVD video and on demand. You can't fake it. You can fake words. You can fake anything coming out of your head. Your head can fool you. But your heart is pure intent. And that is what our Creator understands, the frequency. Because you can't fake that. And uh, His first creation speaks that language. And we used to. I just figured, all right, there's a pandemic going on. Let me go over to the hospital and see what's going on there. 
And I figured there'd be ambulances coming in and out and people going crazy and crying in the lobby and waiting outside. And it was like dead. So in fact, the hospitals were so dead um, that the nurses and doctors were going around. They were doing these special dances on that TikTok app, that TikTok app from China. You know, where did they find the time for this? That's what we have to wonder. The story about COVID is so complex. What's interesting, the, the Hopkins guys, uh, they first started their, um, their uh, analysis based on uh, news reports. I mean, you broke uh, probably the biggest aspect of the story that most of the public is not aware of, right? So the, the story, the narrative, you know, the narrative story about coronavirus is you know, the public story. And then it turns out that there's two or more other stories behind the curtain, so to speak. Get Shackled to Silence today. Now available on demand and on DVD video. Go to www.shackledtosilence.film. He always skips the first date simply because he can. He once attended a Bilderberg meeting with a camera. His two cents are worth millions. He is Shepard Ambellis, and you are listening to his show. I'm still working on getting the audio issues fixed for the show and the echoes and all that. Um, this show has all exclusive music. The rock music was done by my friend Ralph Patlin. Uh, shout out to him. And the beats you heard before the show are all exclusive. I make them. Shepard Ambellis beats. Uh, Nachi Keta got cut off by the break. Uh, jump back on, man, and, and tell us tell us about yourself. And then... Um, I mean, I'm I'm fast. I'm curious to see what you have to say about Space Force and this uh, potential. Uh, you know, are they running a deceptive campaign? Are they just gathering this money? Are they doing what they say they're doing? Are they just keeping it secret? You know, what's your take on all that as well? Thank you. Thank you for uh, asking this question. And uh, I'm going to just tie everything in as to, uh, the way I see it. So I want to start from what is uh, uh, what we're dealing with. And I'm going to tie that into the Space Force stuff. So COVID, long story short, uh, with the vaccine, it's a, a, it's, a, it's a Trojan horse, is how I see it. It's a Trojan horse uh, of taking over um, your rights. You already had very little rights because we were already a slave before this, but then they wanted to make us into even, uh, uh, you know, more, uh, more of a slave than before, you know, uh, and, and the COVID agenda to me is this uh, uh, graphene oxide type stuff and making is a transhumanistic stuff. Okay. So uh, if we go back a little bit, uh, like in terms of like what it is that they're trying to get rid of, uh, you know, this big bang theory, right? We coming into this existence and, uh, uh, and evolution is a part of that, right? Because uh, we have to believe that we come from like, you know, uh, rocks 
and then somehow evolved into like really magnif magnificent beings. Uh, but it's all just accident, you know. Uh, so, so these are the ways in which that they want to uh, control the human population. It's uh, to get rid of God completely. And, and I'm a flat earther, you know, but I wasn't always, <laughs> you know, like nobody uh, like wakes up one day and say, well, I'm going to be a flat earther today, you know, like never entered my mind. Now, Nachi uh, Keta, you're, you're talking about flat earth and uh, you said you didn't wake up that way. Uh, and so we offer different viewpoints on the show and talk about everything. Um, that reminds me, you know, I remember going like literally into like my first grade classroom and sitting down and it was like the first day of school and they're like, here's the earth. It's a globe. It's round. And, you know, it just, um, that just reminded me of my experience with that. I don't know if other people have had a, this, a similar type experience. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead, Lino. No, so I was I was just gonna say uh I think everybody's had that experience, right? So from the moment you enter a classroom, right, you're given the globe, right? You're given exactly the information that they want you to have about um the, the, the universe. They give you the model of where you are and they're giving it to you in such a way that it's beyond contestation, right? And so we grow up never actually questioning the model of the uh, of the universe and our reality that we're given that's all bro go ahead continue please yeah absolutely 100 percent. and uh just to just to uh tie everything in together they want to basically get rid of god from your life and they want to make this world a secular place and uh the the compartmentalized monolithic structure that we have found ourselves in and at the very bottom of uh there is a kind of a uh hierarchy there according to their religion according to their uh view and on top of this hierarchy there lies lucifer which is their satan or baal or whatever name that you want to give to it but it's a negative energy and it's kind of like a talpa like it's you know talpa is like a, a structure that or uh, an entity that exists because people believe in it right our our belief allows it to exist so they actually get uh, uh this evil tendency to make people dependent on them because they're actually dependent on people <laughs> does that make sense absolutely you know uh that just brought another thought to my head when you said um you were talking about the dependency um it just reminded me of how bill gates i believe uh was working on a patent or already has it i didn't do deep research into it but this technology it, uh, they want to implement allows them to essentially mine cryptocurrency using the life force of humans. Have you heard about that? Yeah, it's yeah, yeah, it's W O zero two zero two or twenty twenty zero six zero six zero six something like that. You know, and they love their numbers too. Yeah, yeah, man. It's like everything seems to be symbolic or a reference to something. Do you think they do that to warn their own kind that this is like a, a new world order operation? Or do you think it's it's a slap in the face? Or do you think there's a curse to it? Like a, 
you know, some type of uh, 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 spell value to it? Yeah, I think. Go ahead. Sorry, Lionel. No, so I was going to say probably probably the same thing you're going to say is um, that they it's part of um, their religion, right? They they deify certain numbers, right? It, they mean certain things to them. When you start to look at um, the things that they do, right? It's uh, it has a, a, a lot to do with numbers. It has a lot to do with symbolism, right? So I'll give you an example. Um, when you talked about the uh, the patent number zero six zero six zero six, right? Let's look at what they tell you the tilt of the earth is, right? 23.4 degrees, right? Um, so if a straight, uh, if, if sitting up straight is 90 degrees, but it's tilted at 23.4 degrees, that leaves a complementary angle at what? 66.6 degrees. Mm. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. um, right. Same thing when they tell you about the curvature of the earth. They tell you the curvature of the earth is eight inches per mile squared, which mm -hmm. essentially breaks down to 0.666 feet every mile. Right. Um, same thing with the, with the speed of the earth going around the sun is six hundred sixty six thousand miles. Right. So they keep putting these numbers in your face. Right. They, they, they just keep putting them in your face because this is this is their, their way of communication. Right. This is how they uh, communicate with each other. This is how these are the numbers that they worship. These, this is where they draw their power from. Right. Symbolism. They keep throwing it in your face. Through that, uh, you mentioned 66.6. .6. There, That also leaves 33.3, .3, and that's a Masonic number as well. Exactly on my bad. So oh, the other thing I forgot to mention, they tell you the North Pole um, is 66.6 .6 degrees north uh, latitude, and the uh, South Pole is 66.6 .6 degrees south latitude. So that's just another one, right? They just they continue to fucking play with us. Right. They just keep throwing it in our face. Right. Now, it's not even hard. Uh, you mentioned the North and South Pole, uh, Lionel. What uh, what in in your opinion? And then I want to get uh, Nachi Keta's take on this and then Mark's and Bethany's as well. Uh, and I'll, I'll I'll give you all my take. Um, what what Lionel first? What, what do you think the North and South Poles are exactly and uh and the arctic and antarctic all right i got you hey hey brother mark you want to go ahead and mute your mic because we're getting a lot of feedback all right there you go good job um so when we talk about um the poles it's important to understand kind of the um uh the 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 shape right and the model that we're talking about so the best thing i can give you is maybe a roulette wheel you know, you got the roulette wheel and then in the center, you have the thing that you turn it with. Um, or if maybe we can look at um, maybe a clock. Right. So where the hands, they pivot off the center. Right. There's a thing right in the center of the of the clock that rotates the, uh, the big hand and the small hand. That's the North Pole. OK, so the North Pole has nothing to do with up and down. Right. It's about the center. When we talk about going north, we're talking about going towards the center. And anytime you're going away from the center, you're going south, right? So we have a magnetic North Pole. That's why compasses work at the, they point towards the magnetic center of the realm, right? There is no, mag there is no magnetic South Pole, right? When we talk about a South Pole, it's a ceremonial place that um, you can pay a lot of money, right? They'll, it's a tour. They'll take you to it. You take some pictures. You go to Antarctica, right? Take some pictures and then... They usher you right back to where you came, right? So when you talk about Antarctica, Antarctica is what we call the, um, the what they call it, the outer ring, 
right? The, uh, the Antarctic Circle, right? It's the barrier to this place, right? It's uh, the elevation is two miles high, right? So it's it, it, it keeps us in a bowl-like structure. You get what I'm saying? So there's yeah. a magnetic north. There is no mag- magnetic south in this realm. Now, um, Nachiketa, you you want to get in on this? Uh, I think you and I were talking about uh, Antarctica the other day. Um, what mm-hmm. are your thoughts on this continent and also the North and South Poles themselves? Yeah, so, uh, so um, the flat Earth model that I lean towards is like this uh, same kind of uh, uh, model that Lionel was talking about. It's kind of like a pizza pan and uh, the center is the middle, right? And there might have been a big tree there, Mount Miru, Hyperborean, so a lot of legends with that. And Antarctica is a circumference of this pizza pan. And so it surrounds and keeps the water in. So that's kind of the theory that I am uh, going with. Uh, I can't prove it, uh, you know, by having gone around myself. I can't uh, tell you by, you know, my own eyewitness account, but it makes sense to me. And so, like, uh, you know, uh, uh, Admiral Byrd uh, supposedly have gone um, over Antarctica. He talked about beyond Antarctica. So, like, if you go through Antarctica, what new land... You know, what new land are you talking about, right? Mm-hmm. And that's not where, and uh, I think they could have uh, uh, created a secret base. Um, so there's a lot of esoteric, weird, you know, history stuff that is all um, coinciding. And, and we have, we're given our version that, that we can understand about World War One and World War Two. But I think there's another history behind it that that history is covering up. Uh, so there's a lot of um, manipulation that's happening, you know, psychically, uh, uh, physically, uh, mentally, emotionally, that's happening just to uh, keep us a little bit confused about what's going on. It's like the Tower of Babel. So I'll leave it there. Absolutely. Um, you know, a lot of good points there. And it's interesting how, how you describe that. Uh, also, I've heard, uh, you know, there's kind of the similar theory and then there could be more um puddles or ponds i guess and then uh people um speculate that ufos could be travelers in between the ponds so they might not even be coming from space but they're going in between these ponds um i've seen lots of pictures from history of where it looks like the earth is covered with a glass globe uh, I don't know if everyone who's listening remembers anything like that or seeing a picture like that at any time, but apparently th- this is depicted this way in many cultures and civilizations across the world where it, you know, they drew the earth either flattish or like a, a ball filled with half filled with dirt, you know, a glass ball half filled with dirt like a globe with a dome over it. Uh, also there's Hollywood, um, um, you know, predictive type programming or, or films and TV series made on this. There's, there's one called under the dome. Um, I don't know if, uh, you've seen under the dome, uh, 
And I think in that one, a city gets walled off in a dome, but it has a similar concept. Um, you know, they don't really talk flat earth or anything like that, but there's a lot of tests that go along with this. After the top of the hour, we're going to take a break real quick. Uh, after the break, uh, we're going to get into some of these tests that they've done that add scientific value uh, to the theory of flat earth. Uh, we'll be back with Lionel Mitchell, I guess, and um, talk more flat earth. Shepard Ambellis here. Don't forget to get my new film, Shackled to Silence, now available on DVD video and on demand. You can't fake it. You can fake words. You can fake anything coming out of your head. Your head can fool you, but your heart is pure intent. And that is what our creator understands, the frequency. Because you can't fake that. And uh, his first creation speaks that language. And we used to. I just figured, all right, there's a pandemic going on. Let me go over to the hospital and see what's going on there. And I figured there'd be ambulances coming in and out and people going crazy and crying in the lobby and waiting outside. And it was like dead. So in fact, the hospitals were so dead um, that the nurses and doctors were going around. They were doing these special dances on that TikTok app that TikTok app from china you know where did they find the time for this that's what we have to wonder the story about covid is so complex which is interesting the, the hopkins guys uh they first started their um their uh analysis based on uh, news reports i mean you broke uh, probably the biggest aspect of the story that most of the public is not aware of right so the, the story, the narrative, you know, the narrative story about coronavirus is, you know, the public story. And then it turns out that there's two or more other stories behind the curtain, so to speak. Get Shackled to Silence today. Now available on demand and on DVD video. Go to www.shackledtosilence.film. The 2020 pandemic took most of us off guard. Our world changed. Jobs, schools, families' lives were turned upside down. Were you prepared? We're not talking about the end of the world prepping, but feeling more secure, safe, and in control of what you can control. Persurvive.com has practical tips, gear reviews, and the skills you need to know from the experts in disaster and survival planning. That's P-E-R-Survive.com. Persurvive.com. Planning is everything.
Intellihub.com is an independent news outlet covering a variety of topics such as politics, the economy, the surveillance state, the liberal corporate media bias, and much more. Intellihub delivers up-to-date, groundbreaking, power-packed, and to-the-point information to daily readers worldwide, making content secure, free, and readily available via a user-friendly and streamlined website theme. Please visit Intellihub.com for your daily news and views. That's IntelliHub.com. You can follow us on Twitter at IntelliHub News. Remember, don't forget, go to IntelliHub.com. He sometimes wears glasses to see what others don't. In past lives, he was always himself. He doesn't wear Nike, yet he still does it. He's Shepard Ambellis, and you are listening to his show. Listening to hour number two of the Shepherd and Bella Show. And without further ado, here is your host, Shepherd and Bellis. All right, it's Friday the 13th. We got Lionel Mitchell, our guest. Uh, Nachi Keta is on stage. Bethany Adani, my co host, is joining us. We're talking flat earth, straight up flat earth now. Um, <clears throat> Lionel, what, um, you know, what scientific observations have been made of a flat earth? Are you aware of, um, you know, any observations you could tell us about? All right. So for me, it becomes really, really simple. Right. Um, and, uh, my entire kind of foundation is scientific in nature. Right. So they tell us that the earth is 25,000 miles uh, in circumference. Um, the curvature rate of a, a sphere 25,000 miles is eight inches per mile squared, right? Um, every scientific experiment to confirm and detect the curvature of the surface of the earth has failed to do so, right? Um, there have been many, many tests for as, 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 for as far back as the, um, the spherical earth theory um, has been propagated, right? Um, because remember, for thousands of years before that, everybody knew that the Earth was flat. Was flat. They knew we were in a realm. Um, ever since they started the sphere Earth lie, people have been proving it wrong um, through scientific experimentation, right? And to a to a man, every independent um, scientific experiment has failed to show the Earth has curvature. That's one, right? <clears throat> and then they tell us. Um, about this quote unquote space, right? They tell us that space has a um, air pressure of, I think it's 1.06 times 
10 to the negative uh, negative 11 i believe right so that's a ve- that's a very very strong powerful negative force right it's very very close to zero right um and at the same time um the earth has a positive air pressure right and especially the closer to the surface you get um the air pressure is stronger right so um the question is this right um newton's second law of thermodynamics are at play here right how can we have uh, a very very strong negative air pressure exist next to a planet with a positive air pressure without a physical barrier that's not science that's not scientific right it's physically impossible there's no way to recreate something like that lionel i uh, i often thought of that when i was younger i had thoughts like that going through my head and all um now how does uh gravity play into this because um gravity is basically a theory um but does air pressure uh you know give us the effects of gravity potentially no so what what's generally referred to as gravity is a combination of three things right um it's the, the, the factors of buoyancy and density, which are the object's relationship to the medium, right, um, in conjunction with magnetism, more, more, um, more specifically dielectric, uh, dielectric uh, acceleration, right? Incoherent dielectric acceleration is um, responsible for the downward vector um, that we call gravity. Now, is that similar to... Uh being being in like a gravitron at the fair or something (laughs) no man so when you're in uh that gravitron the graviton hey which was one of my favorite rides as a kid right when you go to the carnival you get in the silver diamond it spins around right so that's using centripetal force right you're spinning and it's throwing you against the outer walls right that's the exact opposite of what we experience what we experience supposedly on a on a planet such as earth quote unquote is it spins and pulls us to it that's not that that's that that doesn't that's not scientific mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. Um, when we talk about um uh the, the the magnetic field right we're talking about something that we can measure right um, we can measure the earth's magnetism we know it exists right we know that uh, we, we're in an incoherent magnetic field right absolutely now uh Nachiketa, what do you think, uh, in your opinion, and what also, you know, about what Lionel was saying, but also, do you want to comment on uh, the, oh, Nachiketa just uh, left. We're going to go to anti-PSYOP. Do you want to comment on this? Uh, Thank you, Shepard. No, um, I agree with Lionel. I've been researching this topic for almost two years, and um, I didn't come across it with the Flat Earth. I came across it um, with the NASA deception, and it was actually when I found Dave Weiss. I don't know if anyone's familiar with Dave Weiss, Um, but he has a lot of conspiracy-type things, and he kind of just exposed um, NASA and their underwater, you know, adventures bubbles in space and the harnesses and it was just so much so then you see it and you're like 
why are they lying about this? So then you go down the rabbit hole and then you realize it's really deep. Um, <clears throat> so I, I'm kind of following, you know, with Lionel, what he, what he was saying. Um, definitely. I've, yeah, there's just so much you can say out there, but it's, as far as proving it, that's where it gets complicated. What can you like tell us Lionel about these the uh, NASA photos, anti-PSYOP, uh, and then we're going to go to Nachiketa. Uh, what, what do you know about the NASA photographs that you can search on the internet? Well, there's actually a really great film that kind of puts them together. It's called Level by Hibbler Productions. I believe it's still on YouTube. Uh, they expose NASA for what they are, which is a fraud. Now, do you think they're funneling this money? Because we were talking about Space Force uh, earlier. Do you think they're funneling this money even from NASA into other projects? Or what do you think their deal is? Or is it just the deception itself? Oh, no, definitely. Yeah, they get paid, what is it, $65 million a day to do what? Play with fruit and space and lie to us and pretty much mock us because we're just stupid sheep, you know? just follow along and do what we're told. Um, so I'd say they're definitely, there's some money laundering going on. And it's funny, they have SpaceX too, right? Why do they need both? Yeah, I feel like uh, SpaceX would be like, uh, possibly like a CIA front company or something that they have a, a front man like Elon Musk run and then essentially they can funnel another black budget into that or something. Nachi, Keta, what's your take on uh, all this that we're talking about right now? Yeah, um, so uh, I'm sorry, I keep on hearing myself, so I, I, I lose my train of thought. But um, uh, you know, we have different agency. Again, everything is controlled by a compartmentalization. And that's why it's very effective. And uh, yeah, money is a part of it. Money is a part of it. It always plays a role. But the people who are uh, at the very top, you know, they own the printing presses. They own the central banks. They own the private banks. They own the corporations. So for them, it's just about control. So, yeah, like you can talk about politicians and the people involved and, and they just have another excuse to siphon money out of people. Right. But it's just energy. Right. And, and that energy is being used to control the human mind. We're creating a matrix. And uh, that part of that matrix is like believing in the space. Right. And then, you know, going to Mars and colonizing Mars, you know, and the eons going to uh, 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 gonna, like lead us, you know, and I don't know. Uh, there's, <laughs> I, there's too much to talk about, I guess. Benito, uh, I invited you up on stage if you want to push the button. I don't know if, if you see that. Bethany, do you want to chime in on this? Norm. <clears throat> I just had to say it, Chef. Norm, um, I'm finding this conversation really, in your words, Chef, fascinating. I'm just listening intently. And Linnell, hey, Linnell, um, he suggested I have some homework to do over the weekend. He suggested I watch an eight-hour documentary, The Lost History of Flat Earth. Is that right, Linnell? Yeah. Yeah. So, then, go ahead. And then the second one was a five-hour documentary, what, what on Earth Happened? Was that the name of it? 
Yeah, yeah, but they, so it's backwards. So what on earth happened is eight hours, and that's when you want to watch first and then watch the lost history of Flat Earth. And that's five Okay, hours. so I just had them. Yeah. Okay, so I had them flipped. Okay. So I ha- so Linnell, you know, being in his clubhouse last night, he, he gave me some homework to do over the weekend, Shep. So <laughs> I'm uh-huh. studying. You know what? So it's um uh it's a lot. Right. And so I'm trying to. So even here talking to you guys today. Right. And I know it's people in the audience listening who aren't familiar with some of the stuff I'm saying. Um, it gets way, way deeper than, in, than either, even what I said. Right. So I'm trying to give it to you in a, in a form where you can kind of understand it. But watching um, those those two documentaries will kind of put you deep, deep, deep in it. Right. To the point where um it gives you a different perspective on where we are when you look at the buildings that you see, when you look at why things are, are look like they look in your everyday life. There are things that you see in your everyday life that you had no idea um, what happened before you got here, before we got here, right? Why is it designed like this? Why is it built like this? You get what I'm saying? And so those documentaries kind of give a good, um, they give you a crash course in what this place is, because it's definitely not what we've been told. Yeah, mind-blowing is the um, adjective that I was hearing last night in your clubhouse. Mind-blowing and seriously mind-blowing. So I'm looking forward to finding out exactly, you know, because it sounds like this is just not about flat earth, but like you said, perception across the board so i i guess i shouldn't do mushrooms or anything while i watch you do case. not no you want to you want to have full control of your faculties <laughs> while you watch oh maybe you do maybe you do want to do mushrooms i don't <laughs> no in hershey probably does. shepherd i i don't know if you can hear the the feedback no a little bit i'm trying people what i'm gonna i can, audience I don't... message me I don't know what's causing that. So, like, I'm going to run a lot of tests right after the show uh, and get that worked out. Um, but for now. No, I don't but know. I think all you need to do is just to mute, mute yourself when other people are talking. Oh, okay. But when you're speaking, other people will mute. Them. Okay. Can you just try that? Uh, that? Yeah, that's yeah. working okay. much better. Okay. It's something in my system. Benito, Benito needs to mute too. Norm, mute. Hit the mute. <laughs> he's always doing that. Benito, uh, uh, let's pull him up if he's listening. Benito, uh, what have you been up to, man? Give us a story. You always got some good stories. Ah, maybe he'll find the unmute button. Um, so this is a. a fascinating show so far we're talking about all sorts of uh ideas we started out talking about orbs ufos navy disclosure project Bluebeam, the sky mapping and holographic technology i want to touch on again because uh the seattle space needle during the new year's celebration actually went in to where um actually put on a presentation to where they use this sky mapping technology and it looked like a giant hologram that went out in the sky. It really didn't look projected like with beams of light and stuff. It was amazing. It looked 3d. Uh, and 
I realized at that point they could conduct a project blue blue beam type scenario where they fake an alien invasion. They could put this on a plane or a helicopter or a drone and project whatever they want, like a massive independence day style spacecraft. Um, you know, um, let's just go down the chain. Bethany, what do you think about sky mapping technology? Have you seen the space needle footage and do you think the government would use this technology against its citizens uh or already has maybe well i i've got enough homework to do but i guess i'll add that to the mix i have not seen the footage so i'm very interested in finding out more about that but you know i know about holograms um of course they would use it against us. Anything, you know, not only would they not only not let a good crisis go to waste, but they'll also do anything they can to keep us, you know, our heads in the sand. I mean, they want control. They want to be God. They think they are gods, but little do they know. I mean, we, we have, I mentioned this, I think, Linnell, yesterday in your clubhouse that, you know, we, or maybe it was, I, I was doing a little bit of um I was, Aaron had a clubhouse the other night, so we were, we were chatting back and forth, but we have something they don't, and it's passion. It's, it's, uh, what's the word you were talking about yesterday, Linnell, about, um, when you were talking about families and uh, was it values? Was that the word? Yeah, values. Yeah. Innate values that are passed down through your lineage. Right. And none of us are perfect. We all know that this isn't about being perfect. We're human, but you know, we have something, we are created in the image of God. And personally, I mean, this is, I don't want to go off too much, you know, digress too much from the topic at hand, but I personally believe there are those walking among, among us, like you mentioned earlier, Shep, about the Nephilim, that are not created in the image of God. I think they call it the pineal gland. I'm not, you know, I need to do more research on that too. There's so many things I want to look into. It's It's overwhelming, but, and learn more about, but we have spirit, we have soul, and we're, we're, you know, we have the will to survive, we have the will to live, and so they, you know, I try, I get negative a lot of times, I feel pretty positive today, you know, the, the feedback that I've been hearing from, you know, just other people over the last couple of days, and we, you know, like I said, I, I'm not going down without a fight, whatever their plan is, um, but getting back to the holograms, I mean, Shep, I, I think, you know, remember Carmen, my friend Carmen, that was on the, we had him as a guest on the show um, to high school with, and he was in, I mean, just this, again, not to go off to digress into too much into a different avenue here, but he was in New York City on 9-11, and he was inside his workplace during the first, you know, plane hitting, you know, the first plane hitting. And but by the time, but he had been out, but then he got himself outside and he swears to me that that second building that he was watching it in real time. I mean, he was close enough to the Twin Towers where he said, Bethany, I'm telling you, there was no plane that went into that second building. And, you know, I've known Carmen for, I mean, I can, he's a good guy. He's got no reason to lie to me about something like that. So, I don't know. I mean, the holograms and all that, that's a, that's an interesting topic too, because you just, right. 
what's real and what's not. I don't know. Are you real, Shep? Am I? <laughs> Lenel, what do you think about these the sky mapping and holographic technology? And also, uh, let's bring in the possibility of an AI takeover. Uh, people's thoughts on AI, Lenel. Yeah, so I've actually seen um, I've seen the videos of the uh, of the second building explode with no um, impetus put on it. So uh, and I've and I've also had people because you know we run rooms um, regularly, right? And so people always come into rooms. And so we've had a gentleman who he was a firefighter um, stationed near nine eleven, um, near the twin towers on nine eleven. Um, he said he was like, "Yo." The, I was there for the. Uh, we can't. We got there. The first building was was already on fire, um, and I saw the, the the explosion happen at the second building, and there was no plane. Right. So I've I've I've, I've had eyewitness testimony, and I've seen videos of the building just explode with no plane. So um, <clears throat> uh, I'm I'm very very confident that the technology exists to fake. Um, the planes, right? Um, the other thing is this, I think, um, and this kind of goes back to um, one of Shep's uh, questions that he just asked Bethany about would they do this? Um, every technology that they that's developed is for the intent of using against us, right? That's its purpose um, to use it against us, right? Um, they, they're like, um, I think somebody mentioned we're chess pieces and they're trying to move us to, um, they're trying to move us around. Right. They're trying to get us where they need us. Right. And so um, Project Blue Bean, when you talk about the, the, the fake alien invasion, it's true. Right. So and I think we're seeing a lot of it. Right. Um, we see a lot of um, all of a sudden uh, uh, UFO videos. A lot of them are um, a lot of those are, are test runs for Blue Bean. Right. A lot of the, a lot of them are um, uh, them testing out technology for the next phase of their plan. You get what I'm saying? So we see a lot of that stuff. I don't know if you guys have seen um, the, the the holograms that they do at these public events, these stadiums and things where they the crowd looks like it's on fire. I saw one with the, oh, wow. uh, the dragon flying around. So they've all, they're showing you that the technology exists, right? And they're putting it on display. What they aren't telling you is that they're going to use it for the fake alien invasion, right? That's And so that's what they're going to use to try to scare people, right? into giving away every last bit of their rights right so the um the presidents have been talking about this every time they go on who was that jimmy kimmel i think they talk about what will bring the world together is a, a, a outside threat an alien invasion right that's going to be the, the the move to get us to uh to get the rats to run to the hole right and once that once they get the rats in the hole boom right uh right's gone you know, it right, also so, seems, Linnell, it also ahead. seems like, uh, didn't mean to cut you off and you can jump back in, but uh, a lot of talk about AI lately and also some concerns about AI lately. And I was thinking too about this uh, Terminator uh, Skynet, where in the Terminator franchise, the, the films, they talk about this artificial neural network uh, based consciousness group that's uh, basically can it's a super intelligence that can it's basically full control and and it becomes aware or whatever and it makes you wonder you know do they have something like that activated is something like that in play or are they working on it uh Linnell? so what um i'm a i'm a huge fan of um 
Black Mirror. So I think every conspiracy theorist should look at Black Mirror. It's, it's literally them giving you the playbook, right? <clears throat> and so what they're working on is because it's hard to convince humans to do terrible things to other humans, right? Um, what they've always been working on is um, trying to develop robots to do the jobs um, that the human consciousness, right, won't do, right? Because no, I, I don't care um, if we're talking about a, a Russian or a, a Chinese or um, uh, somebody from um, Iraq, Iran, right? Um, at the end of the day, they're all humans. <clears throat> and so for what they want done, they have to get, it's, it's going to be some terrible things that have to be done to other people. Right. And there's only so much other people will do to, 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 to people. Right. So they're developing these robots to do what they want them to do. It's not so much artificial intelligence that kind that thinks on its own per se. Right. Well, they're just going to let it loose. Right. To take over the world. And that's it. No, no, no. It's going to be things that they can tell what to do to people. Right. If you anybody ever seen the, uh, the Black Mirror episode with the dogs chasing down the people. Right. So they they actually have those in real life. You can you can look them shit up. Oh, those right big now. dogs or they whatever. Imagine when people start mounting like uh, gun turrets to those, and hackers start yeah, hacking exactly. them, and criminals start yeah, exactly. using them. Uh, Nach Nachikata, um, what what do you think of the potential of AI becoming self aware or getting to a point to where it takes over everything? I mean, they got robots making pizzas and delivering them now. Uh, Drones delivering packages, etc. Yeah, I think we're already there. Um, uh, I, I think um, uh, you know the technology the, the government's going to have. It's going to us be usually uh, uh, much higher and beyond like what is uh, advertised uh, out in the public. So in some ways, we're already uh, very much there. The, I was following this one guy, I think his name is uh, Quinn Michaels. He was talking about how there are different AIs, you know, maybe the CIA has one, uh, China probably has one and, you know, Europe. So there could be multiple AIs out there. And uh, uh, the, what differentiates one from another is the amount of information, you know, so raw data. So they have to collect all this raw data. It kind of reminds me of the movie like Ex Machina, where, uh, you know, this uh, programmer guy was uh, invited to this billionaire uh, guy's house and they're testing the AI and it's the Turing test, right? Where um, uh, how well can you fool the human being, right? Uh, from uh, believing whether or not this is a, a living organism. Now, uh, I believe in God and I believe that uh, God had created this world and all this. So there is kind of a, a na natural way of doing things. So we're like biological machines, you know, we also get programming. DNA is a form of me uh, a memory chip. So all this like soft, like biological hardware is there, but there is also artificial aspect of what we are creating with artificial intelligence and also robotics that go hand in hand. And in, essentially, I think they're trying to make a copy you kind of going into the matrix a little bit uh chad welcome to the stage uh what, what do you want to uh talk about what's on your mind oh hey um thank you for for having me invite me um i really was just listening and I wanted to comment on what I was talking about with the um, 
with the alien invasion. Mm-hmm. I've been it's something I've been hearing about a lot. And um, do y'all think y'all know like when you think it might happen? And also, do y'all do, are any of you familiar with somebody named Rashad Jamal um, on YouTube or Instagram? I'm not familiar with that name. Um, as far as uh, alien invasion, I mean, uh, if aliens are real, I guess that could happen at any time. A blue beam, uh, like a Project Blue Beam style invasion, in my opinion, is which is when the government fakes an alien invasion and then uses it to their advantage. I think that something like that could potentially take place in the next 10 or 20 years if they're not doing that already to some extent. Okay. Uh, I was it, here. I yeah. was here sooner in some places. Well, some you know, that's a, a possibility. Things seem to be ramping up. I mean, if right. if we're talking on this level right now of like alien invasions or potential blue beam operations, I mean, it must be coming to that point because it's on it's on people's minds. It's on Chad's mind. It's on our minds. Uh, Anti psyop. You want to chime in on this? Yeah, thank you. Um, as far as the fake alien invasion, um, I definitely think it has something to do with the Project Bluebeam. And then to touch base when you were talking about the AI, Elon Musk already has the Neuralink out, right? Where he tells people, oh, you won't have wires sticking out of your head. So that right there shows where they want to go, what they want to do to us. I think it actually yeah. ties up into the whole, you know, um, jab, right? What's going on right now? I think it may have something to do with that. Like, maybe not right now, but the people that are easily just, you know, believing everything and, you know, because they're so scared they're getting this. It's it's going to be something similar where they're going to, you know, they're just going to go out and, and get something. Who knows what it's going to connect them to. Um could possibly be towers could be frequency um it's it's scary it's pretty crazy um what frequency can do to us and you know depending on where if they have it tuned to a certain you know wavelength or whatever um just like music music you know could be negative could be positive well those that you know are in control the powers that shouldn't be know that and with all of that can easily control us but they have to have a connection to us first right through these frequencies um you know they've there's been lots of studies done where they can manipulate a lot of things through frequencies uh linnell and then i want to go back to nachi keta but linnell do, uh do you think the pineal gland plays into this in any way yeah so um i don't know if you guys saw they did a um it was a, a, a article that came out where they said that they had isolated um, the God gene or the thing that makes the, the, the gene that makes people religious. Right. Um, that was them pretty much saying that um, they, they're figuring out a way to control um, people's pineal gland. Right. Because we all know that's what connects us to um, our that, that's what connects us to everybody else. That's what connects us to the source. Right. Um, so they're uh, actively. Um, experiment with ways to cut off people's sense of morality, their sense of connection to other people, 
You get what I'm saying? And they're telling you about it, right? They're making it seem like, oh, yeah, it's a good thing. We, we found it. Um, and the way they the way they give it to you is, yo, we found a way to to control religious extremism, right? With the thing the thing that makes people religious extremists, yeah, yeah, we found that, so we're gonna um, we're gonna cure that, right? When in reality, and, they just and you know, about, now that you now that you mention that, Linnell, um, this this current um, inoculation that they're dispersing, it's an mRNA. I mean, it 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 changes the properties in your body, the makeup of your uh, DNA, I guess, and your, your structure. So um, could this all tie in? I mean, it, it feels like it all could tie in. Yeah. So when you look, Oh, oh yeah. So when you look at the, um, uh, I believe it was the, the Moderna website that they referred to it as um, uh, uh, hardware. Right. And so what they, what they tell you and they brag about this, right, is that it programs your RNA. Right. And it programs it to help you. But the question is this, if they can program something to help you, couldn't they program something to harm you? You get what I'm saying? So now we're putting our trust in them that they'll do what's best for us. Right. And right? I don't, and I don't trust them. <laughs> give somebody else the ability to tell your body what to do. Nachiketa, um, what's your thoughts on this um, inoculation and, and also, uh, you know, kind of what we're talking about, but its potential for frequencies to uh, interact with it? Yeah, thank you very much. Uh, so, uh, uh, you know, uh, Tesla talked about uh, energy, frequency, vibration, right? If you want to understand reality. Um, this jab there's a thing i think people need to check out this video by space busters you can find it on BitChute, and it's called uh the church of virology it's a two-hour video basically it uh it debunks the idea that there's a a, a, a man-made virus around that's like jumping around from cats and dogs and shelves to your masks and stuff so uh i don't personally think that's go what's going on i'm not i'm not here to argue <laughs> you know about that but what i believe is going on is that uh, there is this thing called uh, graphene oxide it's uh, made from uh, graphene which is uh, graphite which is carbon so it's a, a, a nano particulate and uh, uh, what's interesting about this thing is that it's like legos that like you can just kind of put thing put pieces together and and it can actually create a a larger structure by building. But um, the mRNA technology that's in the vaccine is actually making your body uh, 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 adjust your body. Otherwise, graphene themselves uh, become rejected by your body. It's a foreign substance. It doesn't belong. So your body will find a way to flush it out. But the mRNA is actually allowing your body to uh, accept it and integrate it into part of your system. And uh, the what's interesting about our DNA is not actually a double helix per se, but it's actually like snowflakes, like each layer in snowflake that's kind of um, um, uh, layered, uh, you know, in spiral. Uh, and that's the that's the coding. So it is a kind of a crystalline uh, type of structure. So the graphene oxide itself is actually hexagonal. And uh, coincidentally, 
fits right into where these DNAs would sit. So they can actually start replacing the DNA. Once they replace uh, the DNA structure, uh, the thing about another uh, positive aspect of the graphene oxide is that it's uh, 1,000 times more conductive, right? It's electromagnetic, right, than copper, okay? So it's much more powerful than copper, and then you can break it into finer and finer parts into uh, nanoparticles that will be uh, replacing your DNA, and it can ultimately send and receive signals. So everything in your body is uh, working according to the programming it receives that is in the DNA, right? So if you start to replace the DNA and then you can, you can actually send and receive uh, signals through the 5G technology, right? Then your body will react differently based on those signals, right? Now the programming is different. So uh, uh, now all the vaccines, uh, I don't think have this graphene oxide in it. I think there's a combination of uh, saline solution and graphene oxide. So uh, maybe they haven't had this mass test yet and to see how effective or what kind of little calibrations they need to do uh, before they, uh, uh, you know, hand out the rest um, in my mind, because otherwise I think it will be a little bit too obvious. And this technology, once you have, and we have graphene oxide also in the air, it's in the food, people are becoming magnetic, even if they're not eating, or uh, even if they're not uh, vaccinated. Chiquetta, yes, okay. uh, I found out recently that in the UK, and I guess it's going to be coming to America too, they approved graphene oxide for for use in water filtration in water filters, and they plan on lacing all water filters with graphene oxide. Yeah, absolutely. So, so you know, um, and there's this concept of shedding, though, too, that people are hearing about. And that's also uh, these nanoparticles and, and they're shedding and then they're also going to replicate and, and, and get into other, uh, other people in that process. So, you know, there's strange things going on as far as like uh, protocols are concerned, like Pentagon and Amazon, uh, you know, uh, Basically, uh, uh, set, you know, they 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 threw out a disclaimer that in case of a zombie apocalypse, you know, they have some stuff uh, ready to go, you know, and they have they're stra strategizing uh, for that potentiality. And why would you why would you get ready for anything if it was impossible? I guess in my mind. So I have to think that there could be some possibility in this, right? And and when you think about uh, graphene oxide as a thing that goes throughout its body. And now this is something that I just was thinking about it today, just randomly. I was sitting around and I was thinking, uh, how does this zombie apocalypse like work with this uh, vaccine stuff? Because we know that it's the vaccine that's causing the, the COVID, okay? So when a person dies, right, then they're, they lose function of their body. Like the heart has to pump right? Where do you get the, like, there's electricity also that's involved. Like, you know, if we give and shock ourselves, right, with a defibrillator, we can restart the heart. Heart produces electricity. Movement produces electricity. In fact, our whole body is very much dependent on electricity. Like if you got, you're sending electrical impulses to your muscles for them to function, as long as they have the, the, all the, you know, lubricants and the, the minerals and all the, you know, fuel for it to function, as long as they get the electrical impulse, they're going to be able to function. Now, what if the graphene oxide being 
something that you know replaces your body and you you're going to belong to somebody else anyway whether that's legally true or not because if you're altered uh, enough in the dna then you're a, a gmo and then if you're a gmo whoever owns the patents for that gmo becomes the owner and i think we are all aware of that so regardless of that you know you're a borg and then you're getting uh, you're electromagnetic that means you can send out signals and also also receive signal, signals but we can also charge things remotely, right, through probably this uh, microwave or millimeter wave technology, I think these graphene oxides could get the electricity or produce electricity from these. And then it, why not animate you? <laughs> why can't you be animated even if you're consciously dead? I don't know. This is just a, uh, a theory of mine. Fascinating. Uh, and, and I see Bethany, I think, wants to jump in on this. But, uh, you know, if they could control our attitudes through the ground. Also, uh, your heart is somewhat of an electromagnet. You know, what if they could, for instance, for instance, terminate someone who's on the red list or something at will, or, you know, you, you get a little too uh, out of line politically. They just, they turn you off per se. They don't even need to do that. There was a movie like that, wasn't there, Rocky? Like Man Manchurian Candidate, something like this, or what? Where they just flipped the switch. Actually, just recently, I don't know if it's going to be coming out. I don't know if it's a commercial. It was something I seen on Instagram. Where all these people, they were just falling over. But here's the thing: like uh, they don't, they wouldn't need to kill you anyway. Once you're integrated, you're a part of the system. You know, like you're going to get the programming from the AI. Everybody's going to be Wi-Fi controlled, you know, and, and, you know, they don't, we already have cell phones and they, they can see you and hear you and basically know where you are and they have all that uh, uh, technology. So we have to kind of accept that as part of our reality. Okay, fine. But then if you're integrated, like as an individual, like you have no real independence anymore. So why would they need to kill you? I mean, you, you're going to, you, it's like being in the matrix, right? And when you're in the matrix, un, until you're, uh, until you have woken up to the matrix, everybody can be an enemy to the people who are in Zion, right? Uh, one mind, a Borg mind. I'm going to go down the list in closing because we're running out of time. Bethany, uh, you want to make any statements in closing? Well, I was just about to pop in and it has, I was going to use your words. What you just said, fascinating. This has been a really amazing show. I'm just, I'm, I'm blown away um, at the things that I'm hearing. But for the record, and I'm not too happy about this. And, you know, Chef, we've talked about this on previous shows, but I, I've done the magnetic test. I did not take the jab. Um, and I got some magnetism going on. And I'm like, my daughter as well, my son, not so much, but, and I have it all documented and all that, but it really does concern me because I think, you know, you mentioned uh, the shed, you know, the shedding was mentioned earlier and, you know, people are, you know, sticking magnets to food, um, you know, me, oh, I'm vegan, but God only knows what's in, <laughs> Shep knows what's in the veggie burgers, Soylent Green. It's an ongoing jo joke with Shep and I, but, um, you know, um, I, has anybody else had any experience with the with the magnet? I know Shep, it you you, you didn't have that, right? You no, and it didn't. I've just seen videos, and then you. Yeah, I mean, I have a friend of mine. About I, I have a friend in uh, um, 
in middle Chicago area, but uh, uh, this person is uh, magnetic and this person has never taken a vaccine, nor will ever take the vaccine. Uh, and um, yeah, so it's a real thing. It's creepy. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm curious to draw all the connections with that. Berserker, you got any comments in closing? Yeah, Chef. I heard uh, Lionel talking about um, what, what I think was the um, VMAT2 vaccine for extremists. Um, well, my opinion is that, uh, you know, like, I mean, God set down the commandments for self-governance. Um, and over the, probably the past 30 years, we've seen a falling out from self-governance. So that would only mean that we would be self-governed, that we would need someone to govern us, um, which is what we're seeing now, which is pretty sad. Um, apart from, uh, you know, graphene oxide being in the vaccines, um, I think there's some ways around that. Um, there are a lot of products that, um, fabrics, that Mission Darkness and EDIC um, manufacture that could maybe get around that sort of stuff. Um, blankets, material, um, things to put definitely put your mobile phone into um, that would create a um, Faraday cage. Um, everything's going to be tracked, traced, and we need to get around that. I'm going to strap my phone to a Roomba and turn it loose in the city so they uh, follow it around. Uh, <laughs> Linnell, you got any comments in closing? Yeah, man. Um, so just just everybody, man, keep your, keep your head on the sofa, right? So one of, the, one of their <clears throat> biggest weapons against us is confusion, right? So um, we're being lied to about um, who we are. Right. We've been lied to about why we're here. We've been lied to about where we are. Right. What this place is. Um, we're being lied to about who they are. Um, shit. We're, we're even being lied to about when we are. Right. Um, uh, once you start looking into um, how the calendar has been manipulated multiple times um, <clears throat> and even within this calendar span. Right. They've they've manipulated the time period. Right. So. um the, the most important thing you can do whenever um, you're, you're mounting any resistance is recon, understanding exactly what the nature of the um, of the threat is and understand exactly where you are. So what I would say is, man, research everything you can about um, the truth. I know it's really hard these days. Right. But find find like minded individuals. Um, like I said, we talk about it. Um, four days a week. Um, you come to come to the, the Painful Truth Club on Clubhouse. We talk about it. Places like this, right? So, um, the brother Chef and Bethany, um, they 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 talking this good stuff. Um, the best thing to do is get around like minded people, right? Um, and educate yourself. Um, that's the best thing you can do. Right. And as a as a shameless plug, I own a CBD company. Go to my website, vigorforpain.com. V i g o r the number four pain.com topical cbd man it's dope oh that's awesome i'm gonna check that out man i love i love stuff i like just that. ordered some i'll give you i'll give a review <laughs> once i use it and get, get it and use it that's what i'm talking about 
Cool, man. Uh, and we appreciate you for coming on the show, too. Uh, Anti-PSYOP, you got any comments in closing? Yeah, thank you. Um, no, I just want to say thank you for, you know, having this open. Let me be here. You know, bring me up on stage. Um, I'd say for everyone just to definitely do your research. And like Lionel said, there's a lot of misinformation out there. There's misinformation agents. There's shills. There's all these people that just want to keep you confused. And the best thing is to use your discernment. Um, and that comes from, well, for me, that comes from, you know, spirit, the connection with God. Um, and that's kind of helped me to open my eyes, even when people are like, no, you don't know what you're talking about. You're crazy, you know, call you conspiracy theorists and you have a tinfoil hat and all of this stuff. You know, I say, yeah, we can take our, our tinfoil hat, but can they remove their spike proteins, you know, that they're getting injected with? Um, but yeah, no, I just, just thank you so much. And um, also one more thing, when Lionel was talking about the God gene, um and the you know jabs i did see actually a few um can't see if they're true or not but after they got the jab they said that they couldn't feel connection to god anymore so this was months ago i seen this and that right there was a complete red flag i was like oh yeah there's no way i'm touching that and then naki on the graphene oxide now you said that those that have received it you know with the mrna um, it attracts to their body, right? Their body accepts it. What about those that haven't? What's their body going to do? Is it going to fight it? Is it going to make you sick? I'm actually going through something right now. I did not get, you know, um, the jab, nothing like that. But it's been about four days I felt sick. Um, so I know I do get affected by going around people that have gotten it. Um, I'm super sensitive to energy. And I'm just, I'm just not sure. Um, what do you think, Naki, real quick? I really don't know. I, I have no clue. Uh, and this is a theory. It's not even uh, something that I can say is a fact. So uh, it, it may not even need a, a mRNA. Maybe it just already uh, uh, has something else in it. So, But people are definitely consuming um, something that is making them magnetic. Uh, my friend there and other pe videos that pe people can see, and they have tested uh, uh, chicken and meat products. Uh, as well, and they have become magnetic. Um, so there's something definitely in there, and and people feel uh, feel this magnetism in their stomachs. Um, so I'm I'm not entirely sure how uh, it's going to all pan out exactly. No clue. Absolutely. Any so, uh, you any... probably need to get some AMF protection. Oh, EMF. Yeah, AMF protection. You can get that off Mission Darkness. You can buy material. You can buy blankets. You can buy beanies. You can buy hats. Uh, you All your electronic stuff, you can buy bags, sacks. You can even buy big bags for generators, for EMP protection. But uh, one thing I'd definitely be doing is getting hold of some uh, material. Hey, that's pretty cool. Uh, Chad, you want to say anything in closing? Um, no, I just, I really, I, I do have one thing I want to say. I think um, y'all should look up someone named Rashad Jamal and just watch a couple of videos. Y'all have some free time. But otherwise, no. no. But thank you for having me on. Thank you. You find those on YouTube? Yeah, you can find them on YouTube. All right. 
All right. All right. Well, I appreciate uh, all the speakers. Everyone follow everyone. Uh, share it out. Get the information out. I'm going to try to leave the room open and I'm going to try to uh, re-loop the broadcast in here if it works. We'll see what happens and I'll work on audio issues. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, Shepard. Peace out, thank everyone. You. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.